You're listening to County Live with me, Martin Johnson, over here. Me, Christopher Ridgway, over there. Over there, sitting over there. Um, and we're back together, back together again. Who was that by? No, it was a, a soul song. Anyway, uh, you've all got Google, you can look that up. Uh, sponsored this year, of course, by The Spinning Top, the best pub in Stockport for county fans. Why is it the best pub in Stockport for county fans? Because it is hosting the County Legends Night on the 8th of December. If uh, if my maths is correct, that is the next home game, is it not? It is indeed. The 8th of December. So uh, get yourself down there because Alan Lord, Peter Ward, Mike Flynn, Jim Gannon are all there speaking, maybe even more, to be announced uh, nearer the time, uh, although I'm pretty confident in saying we might have a couple of names uh, still that I'm quite excited about to join us as well um, to speak all things county through the 80s, 90s, 2000s and where we are now uh, and maybe, hopefully, a very memorable cup tie to speak about knowing that we're going to Barnet this weekend with the hope of progressing to the third round. That is why you should be at the Spinning Top on the 8th of December and that, Martin Johnston, is why the Spinning Top is the best pub in Stockport. Indeed, and also because it has a fantastic range of craft ales, probably the best in Stockport. It's really handy for the ground, so it's on the A6, so a couple of pints there, get yourself to the ground, get yourself back there afterwards, plays the game out, plays your match commentary out quite often, so truly the the best pub in Stockport for county fans. It's worth noting as well, he also, Mike at the spinning top, good evening Mike, uh, sponsors Simon Tubic, who is uh, the future of county's number nine shirt for me, so uh, all the more reason why the spinning top back Stockport County and why you should back them. So yeah, be there or be square on December the 6th? 8th. 8th, yeah. Fix that. Don't be there on the 6th, because <laughs> that's uh, that's a Thursday, that'd be a trouble. But yeah, and also it's a Chester game, so big, big derby that we haven't had for quite a while, um, so there's always a bit of spice to that one, so it'll be a great game and it'll be a great way to finish uh, the day for you. Uh, now this evening we've got loads of great things to talk about. Fantastic win against the league leaders again. Are they still league leaders? Uh, well, no they're not, but in the FA Trophy, and this is what I spoke to Jim about a, a little bit earlier, which we'll hear in full in just a moment, um, the fact that we played Chorley, beat them by the same scoreline so convincingly. It, this is not a smash and grab win. This is a proper, we put you to the sword win. There was no question that it was a fluke. Nobody mentioned it was a fluke. But just in case that odd dark corner suggested that maybe Chorley were just off the game, well, we've gone and done it again. And that, to me, says County are a team in form at the moment. Uh, you've got to take every win you can get. Blythe was a really tough game. I don't think there's any shame in going losing at Blythe Spartans in the way that we did because we rectified it so quickly against such a tough team. We beat them 3-0, goals coming from all over the park. It was just what the doctor ordered after Blythe Spartans, it was just what the doctor would order just before the trip to Barnet. So for me, a perfect game against Chorley. And let's see uh, what Jim thought of that game against Chorley and about the forthcoming FA Cup tie. Uh, Jim, we're back here on a Thursday evening, as ever, back at Edgeley Park after training. We've got the magic of the FA Cup to speak about, but we're going to start, as we ever do, looking back at the last game, which was Chorley in the FA Trophy, and what a game it was. Yeah, um, a great way to bounce back from a, a, the, the midweek game. Um, we expected a tougher test against Chorley this time round um, because they would have learnt a few lessons from our 
a home win. Um, but I have to say the, the players were very professional, very energetic, very purposeful throughout the game. And uh, again, another really well-deserved win. And um, delighted for those fans that came because um, it was a big tie and a, a tough game for both sides. But uh, it was nice to come out winners and a great test for us and a great uh, uh, prep match, if you like, for this weekend's game. Of course, we played Charlie here in the league just a couple of weeks ago, beat them by the same score. Not that there was any suggestion it was a fluke. But well, the fact that we've done it again so convincingly shows that County can compete with the top clubs at this level. Yeah, um, you know, we Jolie's one of those sides where we've had tough, tough encounters. Uh, I've been quite successful with my Northwich Victoria team because we knocked them out of the FA Cup um, on our way to the second round. Um, but Stockport have always struggled a little bit. It's always been draws um, and, and, and a defeat in the playoffs. So it was nice for us to, to, to get back, to not just to winning, but to, to a deserved win and a convincing win. So, but again, it's a, you know, it's great to have those three points taken off Chorley and it's also great to be in the FA Trophy for the next round. Um, and it's great prep for us, sir, uh, because we're facing a side that plays a similar system and uh, similar strengths and weaknesses as well. There was players all over <clears throat> the park that you would call standout, but of course the man of the match was given to Adam Thomas. Uh, terrific all over the game. A few weeks ago, he got man of the match and it was received a little indifferently by the fans today. Uh, sorry, last Saturday, he showed just what qualities he got and he deserved that man of the match. Yeah, I think I think the you know what happened in the Leeton game was probably a symptom of how people felt the game went. You know, you know, if you're gonna boo, you boo the person who's not marking their lad who scores from a corner. Um and that's the frustrating side of it. But other people get the uh, the brunt of it. Um but what a way to come back uh, in the Chorley game in the league on a Tuesday night. You know, the fans that believed in us turned up and um really got a, a taste of what the future could hold with this side. And I think that um, Adam's a player that uh, I've never had to shout at, uh, I've never had to overcoach. He does everything you'd want from a winger and, and much more. He's, he does all the ugly side of the game, which sometimes comes at the detriment of what he can contribute on the pitch. Uh, I think this year, because we've played a bit braver in our shape, allowed him to stay higher instead of being acting as a wing-back to allow the likes of Daz and Matty off the left be higher. I think he's starting to show his contribution in terms of assists and goals and, and, and that was very noticeable in the, in the last couple of games. Let's move on to the bit that everyone's waiting for, that is Barnet this weekend. We've heard about the numbers that are going down. There is belief amongst these Stockport County fans and rightly so. Well, I think, firstly, I think there's, there's great belief that it's going to be a great day. I mean, anybody coming back with stories from Yeovil and the way we played and just being part of that uh, emotional roller coaster of Lou being behind and the rain comes down and, and then we, we start scoring goals and then, you know, the joy of the third goal and being able to, to see what was a fantastic finish to the game and great celebrations at the end. I think everybody wants to be part of that. I'm sure that those 500 that went down uh, want to be there again and, and, and so many more as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, based upon the Oval game, uh, everybody will think it's a winnable match. So there is a tangible feel that if we go and perform as well as we have in the majority of the last 14 games, that we've got a chance of, of being in the hat for the next round. So uh, a lot of excitement, very unique game, FA Cup second round, Sunday game. Uh, it's just, it's got so much about that's going to really get the juices flowing of everybody, including the fans. Is there something special going around now? Because there's so many fans making this trip and we're winning games convincingly like Chorley at the weekend, like Yeovil in the Cup. There is this belief, but is there something special going around Edgley Park at the moment? Um, 
I don't know. I think there's definitely something brewing. Uh, I think there's a, you know, I've talked about my belief in the players, um, perhaps when we're at our lowest ebb post non-eating game. And I think, I think other people are starting to see the lights, to see what's the potential and, and not just the potential, what we're actually starting to fulfil. Um, obviously, games like the Chorley match, um, <clears throat> both Chorley matches and the Yolva match, they all just give you a sense of that this is a team that's starting to move forward with some purpose. Um, and I think not just Sunday's game, but I think everybody's excited about what can be achieved this season. So uh, the FA Cup is just really a sign of us coming of age a little bit as a team and, and starting to be just a cut above this level at times. And um, like I said, hopefully we can show that on Sunday. Um, and then we've got a really strong run of games before Christmas in which we want to be able to It'd be nice to come to Christmas and be in a great position in the league and still in the FA Cup and FA Trophy. Looking ahead to Barnet then, uh, what threats do they pose? In in some ways, I almost feel like this might be a harder game because of the expectation and because of the way they're performing in the league at the moment. It might be a harder game than Yeovil, but what do you expect from the Barnet fixture? Well, it shouldn't be a harder game than Yeovil because Yeovil are obviously a league club. Um, but I think um, Barnet have played... You know, even in, in last week's game, they played probably three or four different systems. They played a 3-5-2, which is a preferred system. And then they adopted a 4-2-3-1. And then ultimately, when they were chasing the game, 4-4-2 and almost 4-2-4. So they're, they're tactically a tougher nut to crack in terms of having a back five. Um, but the fact that they change shapes, uh, they're at home, they've got different strengths than perhaps a Yeovil. They've got a, a dynamic two like Yeovil had. Uh, but they don't play with the same width that Yeovil did. They play with a bit more attacking strength from central midfield. The two attacking midfielders have got six goals and two goals, which shows the threat that they can carry. Um, so we know it's a slightly different game uh, with different challenges. We've tried to highlight some of the strengths to protect ourselves against them and highlight some of the weaknesses. A game plan we feel has taken shape. Um, you know, we've taken that a game plan to Yeovil and it's come off very well for us. Um, so we're hoping that we can we can do the same against Barnet. But they are they are a good side, um, well equipped for the national, um, and their their cup run so far suggests that they've got on the day they can be a real threat. Uh, they can score goals against the likes of Bristol Rovers, um, scored four against Braintree in the previous round. So they've got goals in them. Um, but the solace, the silver lining there is that uh, they also concede, and it's been a while since they kept the clean sheet. So been interesting and exciting cup game. There are players coming into the squad. Paul Turnbull's coming back from injury. There are players who aren't able to play through suspension. Do you have any kind of selection headache going into this game? Uh, not really. Um, you know, obviously, what we wanted to do against Chorley was just to make sure that um, Jamie Stott was able to get a full game, um, also to to be able to get Paul Turnbull into a position where we'd be confident enough to take him off the bench during the first half, rather than easing him in for thirty minutes or forty minutes. The nature <clears> of the previous games didn't really allow us to use him. We were chasing games and chasing goals, so other players came on. Uh, so we're in a strong position. Uh, we expect, um, although we've had a few little niggles and knocks this week, we expect to have a fully fit uh, squad going into the game. Um, you know, the prep's been hindered by the fact that players haven't been able to train because they've had to protect things. But um, like I said, we, we're not going to do anything majorly different. Um, we, we have got a certain way of playing. Um, we've got certain strengths within that system. We also, because of the experience we've had against Chorley and Brackley and the likes of Yeovil, we've been able to adapt our way of playing to suit 
the opposition or to protect against the opposition while still retaining the ability to go and score a goal. So um, lots of things are, are in good, good good shape. So we're going down there uh, feeling feeling good about ourselves and, and, and feeling that like uh, at least we're going to give a good account of ourselves and uh, we look forward to it on the day. It's all about just the players performing and a few things going well for you. And um, if things go as well as they did against Shovel, then we could have a similar result. We've heard the stories this week about County selling the 500 tickets and then a couple more hundred and then a couple more hundred and buses going on sale and them selling out. How do the players react to hearing all of these, with well over a thousand fans now making the trip, the, the target is 1,500, it could be even more come the day. How do the players react and how do you react? It, does that give you a weight of pressure, if you like, or or is that why, you, why you're involved in football in the first place? Oh, well, I've... You know, I've, I know what our fans like home and away, and I, I think our fans haven't always felt that. You know, sorry, our players—they haven't always been able to see big crowds, especially when you go to Yeovil or to Barnet. You don't expect to take, you know, for, you know, a thousand plus fans. Um, I think we've seen since my time at the club, and some of the lads have seen the potential of our fans. You know, Curzon, for example, where we took over the, the ground uh, and really made a noise. So, I think our fans. Uh, we'll be gobsmacked at the, the sort of the support and the strength of support that we're going to be having at Barnet. Uh, I'm sure they're all on social media and, and everything's buzzing around the game. I don't do social media, um, but you can't help but excited by the people that you bump in the street, at, you know, the workplace, the comments of everybody. You know, I've never had so many people wish me well, and these are these are people that uh, you know, other managers and you know that I bump into. Uh, so it's the great sense of um, feeling around about everybody wanting us to do well because they're very proud of the club and the town and, and they feel that we're starting to fly the flag for them and um, we want, certainly want to pry, fly that flag with pride on Sunday. I know, just finally, I know this, this interview is going to be played out on some of the buses on the way down there. There's going to be videos coming out on social media of the fans getting excited on the coaches and meeting up here at Edgeley Park in the morning, making their way down. Let me put you on the spot. Give them a message. Let them let them hear something on the bus for on the way down there. Just just pass a message from Jim Gannon and Stockport County to the fans. I'm sure most of them would be asleep um, because they're <laughs> up that early. No, look, I've always said, and I think the buzzword has been the last couple of weeks is about the uh, animal feed, their courage and faith, and, and they, they believe in us. Uh, and we want to show on the day that we'll put everything into the game to 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 make them believe that there's a chance of us winning this game and uh, more than a chance. So uh, we're going to do them proud and uh, I'm sure they're going to do us proud. Jim, all the very best as ever for Sunday. Thanks very much. So Jim, in uh, in fine fettle, as our county. I mean, Jim, you, you might have noticed it there. We've done a little bit of editing to cut out some of the coughing. Um, but he was actually struggling with a little bit of a sore throat. That being said... You couldn't help but see. I'm, I was in. I was in a fortunate position, obviously being the guy sitting opposite on the other side of the table from him. Every time I mentioned Barnet, every time I mentioned those fans travelling down on the bus, you saw the grin on his face. He could not hold it back. That guy absolutely breathes this football club. And every time I mentioned the the 1,000 fans, the 1,100 fans, the aiming for 1,500 fans. 1,500 fans going down to Barnet on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> you know, he was sitting there with, bursting with pride. Like, you know, it's like Martin, the first time you watch your child ride a bike. It was that kind of pride <laughs> coming out from him because he is so excited for what his team can do. That being said, he's still Jim Gannon. 
He still sits there. He still meticulously looks over every angle of every detail. He was still sitting there telling me the, the work that he's done on Barnet. Where are their strengths? Where are their weaknesses? Where are our weaknesses? What are they going to look to get? You know, the fact that they've changed formation three or four times in the last two games means that they can adapt. So we've got to be able to adapt. The guy has done his homework, but at the same time, he's excited for this. Yeah, and you know, massive, massive, massive positive. The the fact that County are probably going to outnumber a home team in London. Well, I've I've got my notes here in front of me, as I I, I would say, as I usually do. <laughs> but for once, I have my notes here in front of me. Uh, Barnet's highest attendance this season was against Bristol in the last round, when we were saying, you know, who are we going to face in the next round, Barnet or Bristol? Uh, and that was a game that was 1,705, 1,700 fans made it to that game. County are targeting just 1,500 County fans. So you expect County are probably going to smash that. Now, when you would imagine, uh, remember in the last game, when we when County went to Yeovil, the rumour that was doing the rounds were, uh, the word from Yeovil was, enjoy the experience when you arrive at, at Yeovil, as though County the underdogs looking to make a massive upset. And you know what, in league pyramid status, it is a bit of an upset. It was a huge upset, County overturning Yeovil. It will be an upset overturning Barnet. But make no mistake, County are a big club in this competition. You know, Barnet will not be unhappy that they've drawn County out of the hat because they know they're going to bring numbers, but they know they're in for a game as well. That's what makes the FA Cup special. I've said it to you this week. I've said it to Jim. I've said it to anybody who will listen. I hate the cliche. I hate it. Mm -hmm. It's the magic of the cup. You hear it every round from every TV station and radio station. It doesn't mean anything. But this once... It actually is magic. Well, it means two things. What it means is, if you're that club on that journey at that time, it is a little bit magic. And the other thing, from an external point of view, when you're looking at when you're looking at the when I'm looking at the FA Cup this Saturday or on the, in the third round, you're looking at those ties. You know, where's the upset going to be? Where's the spice going to be? Where's the story going to be? And you know, the chance for this to be a fantastic story is high. And one of the reasons is because, as Yeovil proved, those fans will make a bit of a difference. How I'm a Stockport County fan, through and through, burned in the wall. Um, I know that this this very interview now, Martin, you and I speaking, is going out over the coaches, all the coaches that are going down to your, uh, to, to Barnet on, on Sunday. I know that it's been... Sorry, out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Sorry, your music system isn't working. <laughs> exactly. um, you know, I know that the fans are going to be hearing this. Uh, and I just think, how could you not be excited? You know, Blossoms, the world-famous band, Blossoms, they're making the trip to go and watch Barnet ahead of them playing Edgerly Park next summer. There is something special going on now at the moment around Stockport County. I said this to Jim the other night, uh, I think maybe last week or the week before, there's something special, there's a bit of a ghost going around Edgerly Park, and we get this optimism every year, and it doesn't always live up to it, but last season we did get into the playoffs. It did pay off, albeit the playoffs didn't happen in the end. The fact that we got there meant that journey has now well and truly begun. We're on that journey. Uh, and the fact that now... We are 90 minutes away from a potential Liverpool away. Man United, Man City, Chelsea, Spurs, Arsenal. Dare I say the B word, we could get Burnley away or Stoke. Just anyone who's in that, that hat, that tie, you know, how could you not feel the fire in the belly for this game and think, just be there, be at the ground, 
Put it on the radio, full blast. Wherever you are on Sunday at 2 o'clock, you are going to be paying attention to this game. If you can be there, great. If you're, as we heard last weekend, you know, um, we were visited by a fan who lives in Belgium or travels in Belgium every week, listens to the games every week. A fan in New York listens to the game every week. In India, listens to the game every week. This game is going worldwide. Why would you not embrace that at the moment and just feel the excitement around the club? Absolutely. So, huge positives. A little bit of the ghost, by the way, is Casper the friendly ghost. It's not a bad ghost, a good ghost, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but if it, look, there's slight concern. Uh, there's a couple of injury worries. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the concern, obviously, is Matty Warburton. Everyone saw him limp off last week. And Scott Duxbury is, is not a concern. It's a certainty. You know, suspension is something that can't be overruled. It was something, if I'm honest, I, I wasn't aware of before the Oval game. I didn't know two yellow cards in the FA Cup equaled a suspension in the FA Cup. But it does. So, unfortunately, one of County's premium performers this season uh, this season is out of the game. Warby is the big one for me. I've spoken to Jim earlier tonight, um, off-air, told me if Warby's not 100%, doesn't play. Simple as that. But it's, it's imperative that Warby and County look at the big picture. You know, the game. this game is massive. This game is huge. No doubt about it. But the next game is bigger, whether that's in the FA Cup or in the league. Yeah. Um, Chester is a huge game. If we beat Barnet and we draw Liverpool, or if we draw Man United, or if we draw Plymouth, then it's a bigger game because yeah. we're in the third round of the FA Cup. So, so please don't take a risk. You know, it's not worth it. So for me, yeah, I'd love to see Matty play, um, and it is a worry. It's a real worry, especially with Ducks being out. You, you're looking at two of your best, probably two of your most consistent performers in Warburton. And Duxbury there, but you look through the rest of the team, you look at the strength of this team. Paul Turnbull's back, he's looking fantastic. Sam Walker, for me, player of the season so far. Adam Thomas, I mean, people criticised Adam Thomas earlier in the season. He's now getting he man did. of the he match. Took, took quite a bit of flat. He's getting man of the match consistently. He's scoring goals, he's making assists. All of a sudden, you've got this player that is just too hot to handle. You've got Elliot Osborne, who was made that number 10 shirt his own. Matty's been pushed aside, Connor's been pushed aside, Elliot Osborne is County's number 10. And you've got two of the best young strikers in the division, in Niall Bell and Frank Mulhern, tussling it out for a number 9. So, yeah, Warby and Ducks are a miss. Am I worried? <laughs> Ask any of the travelling fans if they're worried. I don't think they're worried. I think they're in for a great day on Saturday. Um, so who's you want to watch? Who are you going to be keeping an eye on? I'm guessing Paul Turnbull be so influential or Elliot can be so influential again, as well again we could pick so many players couldn't we uh, I'm actually I'm actually going to catch you cold footed uh, and I'm going to go for Frank Mulhern because I suspect he will be the chap wearing the number 9 it would surprise me if Niall Bell got the number 9 but I wouldn't be flabbergasted because you know that either of those two can slot into the dynamic I think because he started last weekend, that is Jim saying, you've got the number nine shirt to Frank Mulhern. Frank has scored important goals in recent weeks, and because of that, I think he'll get the nod. And for me, against Barnet, which is a game that is so, so important to Stockport County, I would say he is the one to watch, because he could be the difference. He could be the reason, on Monday morning, Martin, when you and I are doing our catch-up, he could be the reason we're talking about why we're in the third round. And yeah, he's not had an easy ride since joining the club, but recently has scored important goals. So, you know, this is the time, you know, as you say, th th he probably deserves that number nine shirt. He does. Um, the, 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 only, the only thing for the gaffer to think is he scored a lot of his goals when he's come off the bench. So 
should you play him off the bench because that's when it works that's when it but at the same time you can't treat Super a player sharp. like that forever the player you know Ole Gunnar Solskjaer used to say he hated that term super sub he wanted to do it from the beginning of the game he, he comes on it like I can score a goal so put me on put me on so Frank's earned that number 9 shirt it's up now to Belly if Niall Bell can come on the pitch after 45 minutes or an hour or however long it takes because I'm sure we'll see him at some point he's not going to stay the whole game off the bench it's up to him to say as soon as I come on I'm up to the pace of the game I'm chasing everything down I'm on the front foot I'm doing that high press that Adam Thomas and Elliot Osborne are doing I'm in the game and get me a goal let me get some shots off let me show why it should be my number, uh, number 9 shirt so there, there are reasons all over the pitch for say he's the one to watch he's the one to watch he's the one to watch I'm going to go with Frank Mulhern this week. Um, but he's under pressure because he's a number nine of Stockport County. Absolutely. Um, as, as being an older fella than you, I'm going to throw in another one. David Fairclough, the bionic carrot. Just for the old fellas on the coach down to, <laughs> <laughs> down to London. So we normally do it the other way around, but it's so exciting that we, we had to do that first. Look back at the Chorley game. We mentioned it ahead of Jim's interview a bit there. But, you know, why are, were they able... You know, in in this again, and you know the roller coaster season, and they they're not quite where they should be. Nope. You know, I think Jim would want to be higher in the table come come Christmas than we're probably going to be. Um, why again did they turn it on so much against Chorley? <clears throat> well, so so much to pull apart, so much to pull apart from that game. Let's have a look at Chorley. You know, <laughs> I, I can't imagine there are too many tears spilled for them, but they're just. They had just been on the wrong end of one of the worst thumpings that springs to mind in recent history. A 7-0 demolition by, uh, at the hands of Doncaster in the FA Cup. You've then got to go to the team that beat you 3-0 the other week to knock you off your perch in the league. Um, for me, it's a horrible place to be if you're Charlie. But they faced it up and it went just about as badly as it could have gone. Um, County did everything right they got their number very very quickly and what they did to Chorley they're going to have to do to Barnet what they did is they didn't let them settle Chorley are a very very good team if they had scored obviously we saw in the first five minutes Chorley got a penalty Ben Hinchliffe super save if that penalty goes in honestly huge huge moment I think we're talking about Chorley going through because if that penalty goes in, Chorley can find the rhythm then. They don't need to attack the game. It's a cup game. A 1-0 is absolutely fine. You know, come at us all game. We'll shut up shop and that's all we've got to do. And they are expert at doing that, as we saw in the playoffs last season. They didn't get the chance to do that. They never got the chance to settle in the game. What County have got to do now is they've got to go and use that against Barnet. They did it against Chorley a few weeks ago in the league. And for me, Jim Gannon speaks every week about tactics, 4-2-3-1, 3-5-2, whatever, whatever, whatever. Ultimately, it comes down to the gamesmanship and how the game is allowed to settle. If one team does not allow the other to get into a rhythm, that other team is never, ever going to threaten. County can do that against Barnet this week. They did it against Chorley last week, and that's why Chorley couldn't get into the game. Adam Thomas, who is... I'm jumping ahead of myself here. Uh, he was the man this week. It had to have been, because he, he did everything. He was all over the pitch, and he got a, the crucial goal. So... Um, the reason that the reason that Chorley, to answer your question, the reason that they they couldn't perform was they weren't allowed to settle. They just weren't. And if County can do that again this week, hopefully, touch wood, we'll be talking about the same outcome. We'll be, we'll be talking about a County um, in in the hat 
Now, you know what I like, and I, I, don't, I don't know if they still do it, because they might have different type of balls now, but you know that sound of the balls when they're mixing <laughs> it, that like clacking sound? I love that. So I'm very much looking forward to I want to see to Rod that. Stewart making the draw. <laughs> <laughs> Rod Stewart picking out County to play Liverpool. That's, you know, that's the dream come With true. a bottle of whiskey, half drunk on <laughs> the side. Half yeah. drunk bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Everyone would be happy. But, of course, remember, you can hear full live match commentary of County's trip to Barnet in the FA Cup with Mr John Kieran and Chris Ridgway this Saturday. Chris, thanks. Cheers, Paul.